0: What does the Bible teach about business? That's what we'll uncover together on the Business in His Image podcast. This show explores strategies from the Bible that will help you grow your business, strengthen your walk with Jesus, and help you reach your God-given potential as an entrepreneur. The Bible is filled with practical wisdom to help you live for God while using your gifts. Let's unpack what that means for you and how you can use biblical truths to build a thriving business that honors Christ. Now it's time to dive in. Today's episode is going to be good. We're going to talk about how to earn more per hour with your services, and I'm going to give you the exact steps that I took to scale my business. Now, here's why I want to share this with you. If you have ever wasted time on discovery calls and proposals only to find out that the client can afford you, let me know if that's happened to you. It's happened to me. Or maybe you're just overworking and overwhelmed, right? You want to learn how can I make more without having to work more because everyone is in a different financial situation. Or maybe you're just busy. You do not have time to waste on gigs that are not aligned with your goals. If that's you, if any of this resonates, you want to stick till the end because I know that today's episode will help you. I'm going to share with you my process to scale and tips to help you target the right clients that can afford you and let me tell you this can work for you regardless of where you're at in business so if you're brand new you can still implement this and just shift it to fit your business and if you are a little bit more seasoned and you're just looking to scale it's totally possible and you can do it so without any further ado let's dive in all right so the first thing that I did to be able to scale. And let me tell you, when I started out as a general VA, I was making 17 an hour. And then I scaled to make 100 and up per hour. And I'm going to explain more how I did that. So the first thing I did was I focused on becoming an expert. And here's why this is so important. And let me backtrack actually first. When I say become an expert, I don't mean Spending 10 years studying something. That's not what I'm talking about. But what I mean is develop your skill to an expert level. So that's the first thing I did. I worked on developing my skill to an expert level. I studied all that I could. I got books, courses, I practiced. I took any opportunity that I could find and was available to me to really grow in my skill and position myself as an expert in that one thing, which is copywriting. That's what I'm known for in my community. So that was really the first thing that I did. And the reason this is so important is because when someone looks at you as an expert, it builds trust and credibility, and people are more willing to pay top dollar for someone who is an expert versus someone who's new or they're just okay at it. And even if you're new, if you're really good at what you do, people will pay you for it. Because I get pitched to a lot. And even recently, I put out a job posting for a marketing assistant position and going through that process. I will tell you, experience was not the main thing that I looked at. I definitely looked at skill. I looked at how aligned they were with my core values and the culture fit. There's other things that I looked at. So if you're new to business, don't get stuck thinking that your lack of experience is holding you back because it's most likely not. So focus on really developing your skills to that expert level. The second thing that I did was I stopped undercharging and I let go of the fear of losing client work. I know that can be hard. We find a job and we want it. And we're afraid that if we charge too much, they're going to shy away and go with somebody else. And we really have to get over that mindset. It is hard. But with practice, it gets easier. And wow, you're going to be so grateful when you get that yes from the right client. And you're going to think to yourself, if I never took that step of faith, I wouldn't have been getting paid this amount for this project. So I really highly recommend. Now, if you're newer to business, I'm not suggesting that you should overcharge either because I'm all about integrity and being fair to your clients. However, you do want to understand the industry standard and also think about your experience level what you need to be able to pay your bills and that sort of thing, and keep that in mind, all right? So don't undercharge. I remember when I started out, I changed the rates on my website so many different times. Let me know if you can relate. Let me know if you've done that. You go hop into Canva, you change the rates on your portfolio because you're like, I don't know if this client's gonna afford me. I don't know if they're gonna be willing to pay this. Your rate is your rate, and you may be flexible for certain opportunities that are worth it, but for the most part, you really wanna stick to your rates and not be adjusting it just based on the job. Now, the next thing I did is that I changed my brand copy. So when I started out, it's not that it was bad, but it was really targeting a different audience that really couldn't afford to outsource. So I had to optimize my strategy. I had to reconsider who I'm targeting with my services so that I can target people that can actually afford me. Everyone is at a different stage in business. And we have to respect that. So if we get on a call with a client and they just don't have the money to afford us, we can't be mad at that because they can't help where they're at in business. So it's our job to make sure that we're targeting the right businesses and pre-qualifying people from the jump. So there's a few ways to do that. Number one, you can put your rates on your website, right? Your starting rates so that people know up front whether or not they can afford you. And also Make sure that you're using the language of your ideal customer. That's a top copywriting principle. So if you are doing research to find out where people are at in business and you're in a specific niche, specific industry, and you're targeting these businesses that are established, that have the money, right? How do they speak about their business? What language are they using? Because you want to make sure your brand copy is resonating with those people. So that's super important. And then. The next thing I did is I started declining gigs that didn't align with my revenue goals. This was not easy. Let me know if that's something that's hard for you because when you come across an opportunity, it can almost feel like you're doing something wrong. Like, how can I pass this up? But if you are booked out with projects that don't align with your goals and where you want to go, you're not going to have room. For projects that are in alignment with your revenue goals and where you wanna go. This can apply with your revenue goals and also just your goals in general. Maybe you wanna niche down into a specific area. For example, maybe you're a copywriter and you wanna niche into email copy, but you're getting projects for website copy and all these other things come your way. And you might feel like it's hard to say no to those projects, right? Here's what you can do in those cases why don't you? Get together with other people in your field, whether you're a copywriter, web designer, social media marketer, whatever your niche is, find other people that complement what you do. So if you're an email copywriter, why don't you find a website copywriter and work together and you can pass along web copy projects to them and they can pass along email copy projects to you. And that way you're spending time doing what you love and you're helping someone else grow their business and they're helping you grow your business. So there's a way to do it where you're not just passing up projects like, oh, sorry, I can't help you, but you're still making use of that opportunity, but you're doing it in a wise and strategic way. I know it's hard. Nishing can be hard and scaling is not comfortable. Let me tell you, because when you want to scale, when you're thinking about scaling and earning more Per hour, earning more with your packages, there's changes that have to be made in your business. And sometimes those changes have to do with saying no to some opportunities that aren't in alignment. And that's just part of the process. Just know that it's normal. It's something that I had to go through. Other people had to go through it. It is part of the process. So if you want to scale, if you want to get to that next level in your business, just know that some changes are going to come your way where you're going to have to make a decision. You're going to have to stand your ground and say no sometimes. I want to ask you about the kind of content that you love. Now, you may or may not be on my email list. If you're not, go ahead, head over to com slash join, and you can join my email list. I send out a weekly email. And what I really would love to know from you, what kind of content do you love? I would love to know so that I'm serving you in the best way with what is interesting for you. Thank you for listening to the Business in His Image podcast with me, your host, Joe Harris. If this show has blessed you, please share it with a friend and subscribe so that you can be notified when we release new episodes. My prayer is that God will help you soak up every bit of what you've heard today and help you apply it to your business so that you can see results. I'll see you next time and may God bless you.